Hikers Park Rangers of Reddit. What is the scariest creepiest thing that you have seen in the woods? Serious. A few years ago my brother and I were camping in Colorado. He heard a twig snap somewhere nearby, and he wakes me up. We scan with our headlamps and see a huge pair of eyes staring at us through some willows. I figured it must be a bear. It kept staring at us for 5 minutes until we turned off the lights. We were going to move camp back towards some other groups. All of a sudden a massive moose comes charging out of the willows. Luckily it veered off before it collided with our tent. Another time I was hiking a trail I hike regularly with my dog, but it was totally deserted because of some rain. She was ahead of me maybe 20 yards when she comes to a dead stop, and beelines it back down the trail, completely ignoring my calls. As I chase her I notice an unmistakable mountain lion print. Smart dog. I was hiking in the Adirondacks with my ex on a trail that was a loop around a lake with one trailhead exit. Early spring so a lot of trail cleanup hadn't begun yet. We are walking about halfway to check out this waterfall and I hear this rumbling that sounds like an animal stomping the ground towards us. I then hear this bizarre rapidly increasing growl that sounds like what Hollywood uses for alien noises and freaking book it. My boyfriend, X, tells me to hold up but I am crapping myself. I'm out of breath and refuse to go back the way we entered the trail. We have to march through this thick bog that was pulling our boots off to get through to the other side to exit the loop. We get to the car and I'm crying at this point. The previous day was spent vomiting from eating bad food. Next vacation we are going to a city I moped. We had been to the Adirondacks for the past 4 vacations and honestly this experience beat me down. Years later I was listening to nature sounds on the internet and I hear that growl. A chill went up my spine. I learned that's a real thing. It was a mating call of a ruffed grouse bearing its wings on its chest. Yup, I freaked out BC of a frisky bird. I was in archaeological field school, living in a tent for 6 weeks at 7500 feet and the closest paved road was 10 miles away. One night I woke to a huffing snorting kinda sound right outside my tent. Next thing I know, whatever it was, was bumping my head. I froze for a second. Then on pure instinct I did an overhead punch. Definitely felt contact. Whatever it was went away. This was on US Forest Service grazing land. So it could have been a cow with insomnia. But it could have been a mountain lion or black bear. Wasn't even tempted to go out and see what it was. I preferred the safety of my tent. The Trailside Killer. In Northern California. Late 70s. Hiking with a friend. Came across him at a rock outcropping on MT. Tam. He gave off a very discomforting vibe and we didn't hang around. We both independently recognized him when he was finally captured a few years later and his picture was in the paper. If I'd been with my girlfriend, we might not be alive. He was a creepy looking dude. I was hiking in a national forest with my wife and my dog. The first couple's miles of trail led to a waterfall and swimming hole so it was fairly well populated with people. We decided to hike past the waterfall which involved a bit of a climb, enough at least to keep most people from going past the waterfall. We hiked another mile or two without seeing a single person. This whole time my dog was having a great time, happy to be in the woods and happy to walk 30 miles if we let her. Suddenly, in a particularly dense part of the trail, she stopped suddenly and stared straight ahead. She absolutely would not move another inch forward. We stopped and listened but couldn't hear or see anything unusual. The dog, though, started whining and trying to pull us on the leash back up the trail towards the swimming hole. 
I had never before or since seen my dog act this way, but I believe she was legitimately afraid of whatever was ahead of us. Maybe there was a bear on the trail, or a coyote, or maybe a serial killer was hiding in the woods. I'll never know, because we listened to our dog and decided to get foe as fast as we could. Who knows, maybe we avoided some gruesome death deep in the woods. I worked as a tree planter in northern Ontario, living in tents in very remote parts of the forest, like hours away from civilization only accessible by logging roads. Strangest was from a fellow planter who found a backpack in the middle of his area with shoes, clothes the wallet with a schoolid and a film camera. How it ended up there is a total mystery because this is no place for hiking or camping. Scariest for myself was waking up to my tent vestibule collapsed and a large bear claw rip which I apparently slept through, as well as turning a corner to a large wolf about 10 feet away, and returning to a spot I'd planted about 5 minutes earlier to fresh mama bear and cub prints. Realizing a bear family had sauntered behind me while my back was turned was very unsettling because you do not want to frick with the bear and her cubs. Canadian wildlife is scary yo. People constantly underestimate how big wolves are. They are not just wild dogs. Those em are huge. I went to a wolf sanctuary once, and I was astounded. My grandfather bred mastiffs, and it takes a lot to make me impressed with the size of a canine. But holy crap wolves are big. The most surreal experience I had was during an off-trail hike in the Rockies. CO. I was extremely depressed and spending a day away from an awful ex. I wasn't really sure what my plan was but I fell on my butt through ice into a shallow stream I was crossing and just said frick it, I'm not going back to my car. Well just near the top of a steep hill I almost stepped on some sort of leg bone. I was like oh crap, that's cool, until about 3 feet away I saw several more limb bones and most of a spine between a couple mounds. I didn't see fresh blood but was certain it was regular territory for something that could frick me up. I kinda froze and looked around me since I hadn't heard anything so far, so decided to get a few pics and then slowly left down the hill. About halfway down I turned back up the hill cause I figured I was overthinking it and I really didn't want to go home. About 5 steps back up and I definitely heard some animal walking around at the top of the hill and I didn't stick around to see it. I slipped in the water again on my way out. Bears were just chilling out in our campsite in New Mexico in the middle of the night, making sounds. One random guy, wasn't in our group, literally just gets out, grabs a stick and chuses them out while screaming. Man that was wild. Random guy was Russian. Surrounded by me heads in an Australian national park at night, with no signal, they stopped us in our car at the gate. Maybe 5 of them hopped out and surrounded the car, asked us if we knew where they could get any. I had my big Becca BK knife by my side. Thankfully they left. That's not a knife. Working in a rainforest in SE Asia many years ago, one of the things we did was trap moths at night. You'd sit in front of a big white sheet with a lamp in front of it, powered by a generator and then periodically go and see what insects had been attracted to the sheet. Incidentally, the insects attracted frogs, which attracted snakes, which attracted bigger things. Due to the noise and light, the trap was about a mile away from camp, so you'd be there at 3am, all alone in the middle of a jungle. One cloudy night there wasn't much happening on the 1am to 3am shift. I heard a rustle in the woods beside me. This wasn't unusual, but it was a bit bigger than I was used to hearing. The rustle got closer, and I started getting tense. It got closer still. 
and I was starting to think that I was going to get eaten by a tiger. Suddenly a disembodied face broke out of the tree line, screaming in an unintelligible language. I practically shat myself, screamed a little, and the disembodied face disappeared back into the woods issuing high-pitched giggles. It was only after my heart slowed that I realized one of the local lumberjacks had given me a jump scare using a torch under their face for spooky lighting. I wasn't even mad. It was hilarious. I'd be so OP. Was on a camping trip in the Boundary Waters in Minnesota and we woke up in the middle of the night to this incredibly loud slap and a splash out in the middle of the lake. Sound carries really well across water. Our first fear was that someone was shooting at us and that was absolutely terrifying. Then we heard it again a bit closer and one of the guides realized it was a freaking beaver slapping its tail on the water before it doved below. My last trip up there I was awoken from a midday nap by my buddies sing-songily screaming bear. Turns out we made camp in the middle of a berry patch and the bear was having a fist about 10 feet from my head. Was camping with my boy scout troop at the time and woke up during the middle of the night to footsteps and breathing. It got louder and more footsteps started. My bunkmates were up too at this point. Then we start to hear huffing and animal noises. Turns out the field our campsite was at was in the middle of an apparent cow crossing. Had to be at least 30 of them walking by at once. Definitely a scary moment to wake up to in the middle of the night hearing a million footsteps and animal noises. For your information cow pies everywhere the next morning. Oh I love pie. A pack of dogs ran up on my wife and I while hiking out of the Grand Canyon at about 3am. A very very dark outside. Her and I had headlamps. We stopped. They stopped. All I saw was a bunch of glowing eyes and bushy tailed silhouettes. After a beat I realized they were working dogs for the reservation. So I just went, hee I puppers in the same voice I use for my dog and they immediately went on their way. Ended up not being dangerous really, but I almost shat myself. I was camping at a BLM campground on the Navajo reservation near a little town. I was grilling a steak and just hanging out when a pack of reservation dogs showed up. I threw another steak on the grill and shared it with them and they hung out for hours. All real friendly. I went running through a trail near my house one afternoon, headphones in and my mind elsewhere just because I knew the path really well. I came around a bend, and through the gap in the trees about 20 feet in front of me, I locked eyes with a dead and rotting deer. Somehow, it was postured in a way that made it look as though the corpse was staring through me. I turned around and bolted out as fast as I possibly could. You should watch the movie, The Ritual. A sleeping feral hog with piglets. God I hope you booked it away from there. My dad was stuck on the roof of his ute because of a pee off pig once. It was scary because I was locked inside the car looking at it. I'm not a ranger, but I've hiked parts of the Appalachian Trail. This occurred in West Virginia, I believe. Happened about 8 years ago. Was hiking with a group. We spread out naturally based on hiking speed. I was in the middle-ish group of 4 of us. And one person had to stop to pull the tick off. Other two, one leader, stayed with them but I decided to hike on ahead and see if I could catch up with the lead group. The at is extremely well marked with white blazes so I wasn't worried about getting lost. I knew the next landmark was an old logging road and sure enough, I hit it about half a mile later. I decided I should wait for the rest of the group to catch up, so while waiting I hiked a bit down the old overgrown road, which ran perpendicular to the trail. There was a low stone wall along one side and I was strolling along it, 
checking for anything interesting, like artifacts and stuff, when it was like I crossed an invisible line. All of a sudden, it was like sound cut off, no birds or insects called, when seconds ago there had been multiple birds singing, even leaves on the trees around me stopped rustling. It was just this sudden, unnatural, deafening silence, for whatever reason. I took a few more hesitant steps forward until I hit this invisible wall. It was like suddenly I was barraged by this feeling. I can only describe it as intense and welcome. As if I had entered the house of someone I knew hated me, but multiplied by about 100. All the hairs on my body stood straight up. I stopped dead in my tracks. The feeling was so strong that I didn't even want to turn my back. I couldn't see anything down the road, threatening or otherwise. That would give me this feeling, but I knew I had to leave immediately. I just knew I was not meant to be there and if I stayed something bad would happen. So I walked backward slowly, never turning away from the road and trying really hard not to even blink. Finally I crossed that invisible line again and I could hear the birds singing and the leaves rustling. I didn't turn around until I heard the leader I left earlier asking me if there was anything cool down the road. I was like, nope, let's keep going. Looking back I figure it was a bear or cougar just out of sight that my instincts managed to pick up on. But at the time, dang, it just felt freaking creepy and almost paranormal. I was working at a remote mountain top microwave radio site near Prince Rupert BC in January. The road to the site was impassable even by Snalka due to deep snowdrifts. I had to be dropped off by heli in the morning and get picked up at end of day. The building was small, single story. Maybe 30x40 featuring, windowless, with a metal front door. I'm puttering away with music on but otherwise not making a lot of noise when there is a knock on the door. I thought it a bit odd someone else would be up here with me but go answer the door. Nobody there. I go out and look around. Nope nothing there. No prints or tracks. I figured maybe some ice had fallen and made a knocking sound. Go back inside and resume what I was doing. A couple minutes later there is a knocking on the door again but longer duration this time. I open the door, nobody. I go out and look around, nothing. Go back to work, a minute later knocking again. This time it sounds like someone is angrily pounding on the door to be let in. This time I open the door with my crowbar in hand. There was no doubt someone was there. Open the door, nobody. WTF. Step out and look around. No sign of anyone again. I get the feeling somebody is watching me. I'm peering into the bush around me and see nothing. Something compelled me to look behind me and that's when I met the amused gaze of a raven perched on the roof edge. Centered above the front door. They squawked a happy rock 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 and flapped off to the tree line. Butthole. The silhouette of a massive humanoid figure. Round head. No snout. At dusk moving through the foliage at ridiculous speed. It was extremely loud. Branches swinging. Sticks snapping. Instinctively I fled by foot even though it wasn't coming in my direction. Even left my ATV behind in the process. Was driven back later with others to retrieve it. Never saw it again. Still don't know what it was. Scariest was in the backcountry in the Canadian Rockies. About a two hour hike and my friend and I each had a dog on leash. All around us. And so close it made me jump. At least four wolves started howling. It was really cool, but I was a bit concerned about our dogs. Never did see the wolves, but they howled again, though not from as close, when we walked back a few hours later. I've had a similar moment, when a large, 
at least 12. Murder of crows was swooping all around and passed me from tree to tree. After I tested my new crow call, I had also scattered food for them, so I was pretty excited to be so close to my favorite animals, but to little I little concerned I said something offensive. Recently walked across a deer leg, nothing had decomposed yet so I know it must have been killed recently, didn't see any other parts of it, coyotes and cougars are known to be around the area, just kept close with the dogs and left back home as it was a trail near the house. Another time was leaving a trail due to thunder and lightning rolling in, was taking some photos off trail of a river and had to crawl through some bushes back onto the trail. Out of the bush I realized I'm face to face with a big bud male moose. I mean I knew these guys were big but holy crap. We stared at each other in the eyes for a good minute before he continued to keep eating and move on down the trail at his own pace. Was grabbing around a tree the whole time that was climbable in case he charged. Really wish I got some pictures but the rain was starting to come down quick and didn't want to risk breaking the camera. There's a video of a moose running next to a car, SUV, and it's easily taller. According to Google their average height can go up to 7 featuring tall, but I know for a face big bull moose can be bigger. They're terrifying huge. I like to call them the hippos of Canada, cause they can be freaking mean too. Park ranger here. Hope I'm not too late to the game and someone can enjoy this. There's plenty of odd things but the scariest thing I've encountered tired was working at a national wildlife refuge that was formerly US Army Labs soldier R&D site. There was about 10 years worth of cleanup of random things like barbed wire barricades before it opened to the public in the early 2000s. If you're unfamiliar with the national wildlife refuge system, you're not allowed to leave the trails. Well, as a ranger I often need to. One time when I get deep into the woods a considerable distance from any trail I see a bunch of figures in the distance and my stomach drops. Could they be hunters? Are they armed? I wait and they don't move. I announce myself and proceed on the figures. There were about 6 badly burnt mannequins in military uniforms. Just standing there. It was a weird thing to stumble upon alone and I felt shivers. Later I dug deeper into the matter and found out that they were part of flame retardant fabric tests. Go fig. That's just one. I found a half-eaten person, coyotes, and busted up a seekhead 4th of July party too. Not while hiking, but, I was fishing on the pond on my grandparents' property in West Virginia. It's maybe a quarter mile down the hill from the house. Basically barely within sight. It is backed up to an open field between it and the house and surrounded by thick forest. So I was sitting on the right side of Tuesday Little Dock fishing and after about 2 hours of near silence I heard something rustling in the woods on the left side of the pond. I smiled and thought, oh, it's probably a bear, sort of joking to myself. I look over to see that I was wrong. It was 3 bears, a mama and 2 cubs, just walking along the edge of the pond, towards me and the dock, about 20 feet away. Not believing my eyes I was thinking ooh ooh oh crap. This might be a good day to die, having not moved since their appearance and remembering not to panic. I planned my options. I knew not to run in that with a black bear you can usually scare it off by yelling and looking big. But, I also knew that 9 times out of 10 if cubs were there, you were all but dead. The plans were probably shot, and you were about to get fuba. The bears got closer and finally I decided I'd rather see if I could scare them off with them 20ish feet away instead of 2 feet away. Slowly. With my back still to them I slowly got on my feet and started standing. Halfway up I heard them running. 
Nearly pee myself I swung around. All three bolted off into the woods. I stood still for a little bit still on edge. Then I started walking. Then sprinting back to the house laughing maniacally and thanking God out loud for not letting me die today. Then I went and told my family on the porch. Purposefully in this order. That I caught four fish. All about 14 inches. And oh yeah I saw a bear. I was walking with my family in the woods above our house and our little dachshund puppy was sprinting up and down the trail between us having the time of her life. After a while she caught the scent of something and shot off the trail into the undergrowth. We called for her but her interest was fixed on something away from the path, through the undergrowth. After squeezing past some trees and bushes I followed her to a rocky overhang. She was barking and barking at something laying in the soft dirt. At first I thought it was a bundle of half buried clothes. Then I saw the patch of blonde hair sticking out the soil at one end and realized what I was looking at. There had been a lot of rain recently and it had washed some of the soil away from a recently dug shallow grave. Freaked out I grabbed my dog and backed up back to the trail. After a much faster hike home the rest of the morning was spent talking to the police then talking to homicide. I never found out what happened. A bear ripped into one of our tents to try to get to some food before it left. No one was hurt but really scary. I was headed out to a shooting spot with two of my brothers. An old quarry we had been to several times that is located several miles up a logging road in a national forest. Every time we had been there before, it had been totally empty. Nothing other than a little scattered trash and old shell casings to indicate human presence. But not this time. As we round the corner into the quarry, we see that a dozen or so ratty, rusted RVs and a couple of large tents have been set up in a circle. At the far end of the quarry, a portable stage had been set up beneath the tallest rock face, forming the top of the circle. On the stage was a large piece of charred wood that may have been a cross, though it was burned down pretty far and hard to tell. At this point, myself and my two brothers each have a handgun on our hips, and there is quite the arsenal in the back of our SUV. None of that mattered or gave us an iota of comfort. I whipped the car around as quick as I could to begin noping the frick right out of there. Before I could finish turning, a small child walked up to the car from one of the tents. Against my better judgment I crack the window. My dad says nobody should be here. The kid says, we're just leaving. I managed to respond. The second I closed my mouth, a gravelly, slurred voice roared from the same tent the kid came from. I told you not to talk to the freaking cops. I drove quicker than was advisable all the way back to the highway, and needless to say we haven't visited that particular spot since then. Nothing like losing a good shooting spot, normally it's due development, not crazy hillbillies moving in and taking up residency in tents. I was on a 50 mile hike with my friends, and we were fairly separated, a group of two about 5 minutes up, a group of around 5, including me, behind them, and a group of about 7. 5 to 10 minutes behind us, we were hiking the mountains where there was snow, and, being the great northwest, animals, no big deal, we had bear spray if something went south, my group reached the snow, and was immediately blown away by massive cougar paw prints in it, barely smaller than my hand, if at all, I'm a big guy, so my hands aren't small by any means, now this was cool, and a tiny bit frightening, but whatever, there are big cougars nearby, we knew that already. The truly terrifying thing is that the pair 5 or so minutes ahead of us were also watching the ground, and reported seeing no such paw prints. 
meaning a big buff cougar showed up between the time of my two friends, and me reaching that point. When I was 9 my parents, sisters, and I had went camping in a state park in southern Minnesota. It was really late at night and we were getting ready to go to bed. I was looking into the darkness for a while because I am absolutely terrified of the dark. I saw a shadow the size of a crawling 4 year old run into bushes that were about 10 feet away. That scared the crap out of me and it took me approximately an hour to sleep. I was jumping at every little noise there was. I am still not happy. Probably just a fox or raccoon. Maybe a big possum. I used to do a crap ton of camping. But one night, still early on, I was up with two friends in the middle of the night, just hanging out in a field next to the campsite looking at the stars and the almost full moon. It was so bright outside it was almost like day, when suddenly I notice a faint whisper. I thought it was someone from camp, but no, it came from the other direction. We all shut up and listened to the faintest of all hey I I I I I I to which we follow. We cross the field away from the camp. The whisper grew louder but only ever so slightly, until we came across a road. Across the road was a fenced-in area but it was a pretty crappy fence, easily crossed. On the other side of the fences was a small woods. The trees were spaced pretty far apart from each other there and despite the bright moon, it was completely pitch black in those trees. You could barely see past the first few rows, and now the voice was much louder, but still as if someone trying to whisper. A voice that sounded like a little girl. Come play iiii. No women were with us on this trip. No girls. Just the sounds of a little girl calling out to us in pitch darkness to play at 1 in the morning. We decided not to investigate further. In around 2005 a friend and I were walking in Dorset through a small woodland. It was snowing and my friend, who was slightly chubby, had fallen in a muddy stream trying to jump over it. Hilarious. We had been walking for a couple hours when we saw something on a tree so we approached. It was a deer's head. It had been impaled on a small branch protruding from the tree. The branch went into the deer's neck and out on her eye. Was chilling around a campfire at my friend's house who lives in the country. His house butts up to the woods. Super quiet night. We were all kind of zoned out staring into the fire when these absolutely horrifying screams came from the woods. It was sounded like it was less than 50 yards away. It sounded like a dog being eaten alive, yelping in pain, over and over. It lasted a good 60 seconds and then just stopped. Just agonizing screams piercing the silence. I still hear it in my head. Something died in the woods that night. I don't know what it was and I don't know what killed it. We called it a night and went inside after that. Probably a rabbit. They scream pretty loud. Foxes. Two. Their mating calls sound like a woman screaming like she's being murdered. While hiking yesterday, me and four other friends were at a split in the trail and consulting a picture of the trail guide on the phone to make sure we went the right way. We were practicing carrying backpacking packs with us, and one of my friends was getting tired so she and another dude were near the back. She starts to hear a creaky violin sound start playing. She looks back and sprints ahead leaving the other guy in the dust. He catches up and our group moves to the sides of the path for this new visitor. He was an older guy I'm told who had a hoodie on and the hood up and the strings pulled real tight so you could barely see his face. I actually didn't even see his face. He was running, while hunchbacked, while playing the violin, while holding it straight up and down, and the sound it played was on tune but still creaky sounding. He ended up running through one split of the path and my group luckily was going on the other split of the path. 
and we didn't see him again. TLDR. While hiking, an old guy playing the violin vertically came running, while hunchback behind our group and went off a trail split. Rumpelstiltskin. This was a little over a year and a half ago when there was a massive forest fire in the Columbia River Gorge in Oregon, Washington. The Oregon side was ablaze so my friend and I decided, rather stupidly, to go to one of our favorite peaks on the Washington side to observe the flames after dark. We march up the trail for a little bit as the sun slowly goes down and eventually we're hiking in complete darkness with nothing but headlamps. Then randomly, out of the pure darkness we hear the sound of some animal. I assume it was an elk. Screech. Loud as all heck. It must have been no more than 10-15 yards away from us and we had no idea it was there. Then we hear it tear off into the woods. We both kind of just looked at each other in confusion and laughed it off. Still was a good scare by the elk, though. Also, seeing some of the most beautiful forested area in Oregon burn down was scary too. I was living in Portland at the time and I had to evacuate because of all the smoke. I miss hiking some of the trails that were compromised after the fire. I work on a USFS trail crew and the scariest thing I've ever experienced was just a night in the back country. We had a big 50,000 acre fire the year before, so we were out clearing trail with crosscuts in the wilderness area in our district and we made it to night 3 of our trip. Had crazy strong winds, like upwards of 40 miles per hour gusts, and could hear trees crashing down all over. I was in a safe spot with zero burned trees down, but some of the folks on my crew were being pretty darn stupid and set their tents up next to some pretty suspect trees. Nothing ended up happening to anything close to us, but I was up all night long wandering and waiting for anything to happen. I live in a valley on the edge of the city and the hills around me were used as commercial plantations for growing pine trees. I wasn't very far from my home but the trees and undergrowth were thick enough that I couldn't see the rest of the valley. So it had this eerie feeling to it. I quite liked the quiet and listening to the sound of the wind through the pines. Most of them were destroyed in a storm in Easter 2013. Quite surreal watching 60 featuring pine trees being snapped in half a dozen or so at a time. I would do a circuit through them that would take me about an hour and a half to two hours to complete. Although at a pinch I could do it in an hour. The scariest thing I experienced would have been when a dairy cow came crashing through the underbrush in front of me. A cow might not sound like the worst thing that could happen, but I heard they can be pretty aggressive and I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of one if it charged. The creepiest things I experienced came before and after the storm. On more than one occasion I had this feeling that I was being watched in the forest. I would stop and listen for a few minutes, and see nor hear anything. It would disappear after a short while. Another occasion I found a dead pig next to a dirt road on the edge of the forest, curled up like a dog or cat. After the storm there were few patches of thick undergrowth that remained, although while walking through one of them my dog kept staring up the hill beside me and would whimper. She'd also walk right beside me, which was unusual as she was always a minimum of 5 or 6 meters ahead on the track of her lead. For what it's worth I came across a large wooden crate similar to the ones hunters and farmers have on the back of their utes to keep dogs in a top of flat part of a dirt road on the opposite side of the valley. There were a couple of tied up plastic bags next to it and it smelled of rotting flesh. Disappeared after a few days. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video.
Bye for now.